What is going on? We are here, weekly ads, Dylan and Austin and I, week three of the NFL countdown episodes. We're covering the South today, but first we're going to do some, I'm going to call them quick bits, just some quick headlines that have come out from the week um, that kind of need to be covered a little bit before they get old and stale and so big one happened. Actually, I got a couple. One, uh, Udonis Haslam from the Miami Heat, he resigned. It's his 20th season in the league. Uh, stats also show that him sitting on the bench between injuries throughout his career and not playing a single game, he's missed over eight seasons of games, um, which is crazy. That means in his 20 years, he's played 12 seasons worth of games. And still, and then just resigned and is going to make million some dollars. Hey, that's how he was able to be in league twenty years, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, you could just hire him <laughs> for player development if you want to keep him that bad, or put him on the coaching staff. Like, the team can hire him instead of like coaching staff. But like, good for him. Um, he beat the system. Yeah, he's got his rings. Like, I mean, he's he's got everything, but crazy, crazy that like. That was kind of a shocking number. Uh, another one, uh, Azuna from the Braves got pulled over for DUI and tried using his status as a Braves baseball player to get out of the ticket. They released a body cam footage from the cop. <laughs> Said, I'm from I'm Azuna from the Braves and was trying to get out of the ticket. Uh, and got the DUI and all that. Fans booed him the other night when he came up to the plate. But that was kind of funny. That's his second incident in like two years. For him? I think so. I think last year he got arrested for like a ag- uh, battery or something. Aggravated assault. So it's like his second incident in as many years. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even read, read, read an up on it. I just saw the video. I think John Boy Media maybe posted it or started nine did on Instagram and I watched it. Um Another quick bit, Tom Brady and Gronk almost played for the Vegas Raiders in 2020. Uh, Dana White was a part of it during the UFC event Saturday. It was brought up on air by Gronk's while Dana White was on the show with them because they were hosting like an ESPN special. And then after the UFC event, media asked him about it, uh, and he doubled down on it saying he was a part of it, it was going to go through, and John Gruden said no. That, to me, is more egregious on John Gruden's part than all the other stuff he's done as of late, the past year. Like, that's the worst thing you could have done. You know, it's... I We talked about this, I think, last week a little bit, um, about the like list of teams that he was on, and I kind of forgot Vegas was one of them. In the days now, like looking yeah. through everything, I think it worked out for the best for Tom, obviously, because they won in Tampa. Um, yeah, I think Tampa still had the better team. I'd have to look at the 2020 Vegas roster, but I know the receiver core is not exactly spot on with what Tampa had at the time. Um, they could have made moves after they got him, though, to get more receivers. That's what Tampa did. Yeah, well, Tampa already had Evans and Godwin, though. Like that was well. The Raiders, the Raiders also had Antonio Brown at the time. I think. Uh. No. 
No, not at that moment. No, because that would have been because he played with Tom in New England. That would have been the year before that. Because it was the Raiders and then New England, I think. And then he got the suspension, isn't it? That's right. He did. That's right. Yep. Um. Yeah, yeah, they could have because obviously I think the defensive pieces that Tampa didn't have, like they drafted Devin White leading into that season. Um, Sue and JPP, I think, maybe signed after Brady. We'd have to look. Would have been interesting. It makes a big case for Derek Carr because as of last year, the year before last, which would have been roughly that season or whatever, the – when people were down him, if they were to trade him, he said he would retire because he wants to be a Raider for life. Um, to me, I almost would want to like go in the Madden twenty, download it, trade Brady and Derek Carr for each other, and see what like each would have done with the team, with the roster, <laughs> just from the video game perspective. You know, like what the finals rosters were. Um, but it would have been interesting if it happened and Derek Carr got traded and he didn't play. But that that would feel dumb. Like, why would you just stop playing football? When you're making, you know, money, but yeah, I mean, even then, even then, Brady and Gronk would have signed with Brady, with uh, Vegas, and then they could have traded Carr for a receiver like the missing piece. Oh yeah, I mean, they would have had to trade Carr because you'd be paying. He still had like his big contract at the time, so that would have he would have been a part of uh, something for cap space for sure. Unless they wanted to pay like some million for a. Pinch quarterback, you know. Um, and then what if Carr would have went to New England? That would have been interesting too. I mean, no one, like, yeah. you know, it, it, because Brady didn't get traded to Tampa, right? Like he's no. straight up signed. Yeah, uh, yeah he's signed. And then Gronk was technically traded. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of scenarios. I mean, he could have ended up. Hell, he could have been a, in New Orleans. Well, no, not that was Bree's final year, so I guess he wouldn't have ended up there. But any of the shit, he could have been in that Denver loophole of quarterbacks that Denver was going through that year. Um, I don't know. Crazy tidbit. Uh, Sean Watson's suspension is now eleven games. Oh, that came out after we recorded last week. Uh, eligible to return against the Texans. Which would which would be funny. Like that's going to be like a great game that I hope is televised because the fan reaction is going to happen. Um, at the same time, I don't know what the Browns are going to do. Like the Jimmy G trade is obviously like hugely on the table now. Jacoby Jones says he's the guy, or Brissett, not Jacoby Jones. If Jacoby Jones unretires and plays receiver for them, that could be game changing. I don't know. He's really old now, but uh. Yeah, Brissett thinks he's the guy, and he can lead the team. Uh, I don't know. I guess. I will mention that when you guys mentioned it last week about trading for Garoppolo, that was like one of the first like news articles I saw after the election. Yeah, and I mean, that's only because I stole it from another article that was like before. You know, that was just six games. But uh, you guys brought up like watching the season. But, like, the problem for the Browns, I feel like, is you're paying, like, Miles Garrett a lot of money, Nick Chubb yeah. a lot of money. Like, you're paying a lot of guys a lot of money who yeah. aren't going to be in the league long, you know, based on positions. And yeah, 
Because, I mean, if, if those 11 games, you could at least win six, then you'd still be in a good position when he comes back. Yeah, because, I mean, at this point, you want you want a wild, yeah. you're playing for a wild card spot. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. Uh, that's all I got for quick bits, unless you guys got any quick bits. Um, to go back to the uh, Adonis Haslam thing for a second, I had to look up the guy. But that reminds me of the quarterback, Josh Johnson. Yeah. He's been in the league 13 years, and he's played for 15 different teams, which is like an NFL record. Yeah. Which is just, I, I saw that the other day, and I thought that was like, I didn't even know this guy was still around. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's funny. There's some quarterbacks that you don't realize are still, with the amount of young. He's, he's literally played for like new pretty much half the teams in the NFL <laughs> in 13 years. That's, you know, like with the influx of like young talent that comes in every year for the NFL, rather it's guys that are like drafted high or low or whatever. It's amazing how many of like these older quarterbacks, re- you know, regardless of game count and probably, or maybe it is because of game count still exist in the league somewhere as the backup quarterback. Kind of like Brian Hoyer, well, really. Like I was watching the Jets game, and I'm surprised the Flacco's still in it. Yeah, Flacco still playing. Yeah, he was. He was actually he started like half the games for the Jets last year. I think when Zach Wilson went down. He's been wow. he's been there a couple years actually. Yeah, after after the Ravens because he played uh, him and Darnold. I think traded a season. Oh, uh, that one year, Darnold's last year with the Jets, and last year I think he played after. Like I said, after Wilson went down. Um, all right, we will uh, jump into this. We're going to start with the Texans. We're going to go out of the alphabetical order like we did last time. Um, they had third overall pick in the draft. Got Derek Stingley Jr., a DB out of LSU. Kenyon Green, OL, out of A&M. Jalen Price from Baylor. And they got John Menchie the third out of Alabama. Oh, I like Mechie. Um, a few other guys. Uh, we who they lost? They got Tyrod Taylor's gone. Deshaun Watson's gone. Obviously, he did not play last year, but he was still on the roster. Um, David Johnson, Amendola retired. Sean Hamilton, Jordan Atkins, Marcus Cannon, Jacob Martin, uh, Terrence Mitchell, Justin Reed's a big one. He plays for the Chiefs now, and Lonnie Johnson, who was traded to the Chiefs. They signed a whole bunch of guys. Oh, it's probably one of the bigger lists. I'm gonna pick out some of the highlights. Uh, they signed a how many in total? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. So they essentially signed fifty percent of a team. Yeah, I mean, some of these are re-signs. Like half are re-signs and half are new signs. Um, oh, but but like a lot of the guys were one-year contract guys. Because they, you know, everybody's been basically traded off that team who was there with big money at one point in time, like Will Fuller and obviously DeAndre Hopkins. Running backs are gone. Uh, they brought in three quarterbacks: uh, Jeff Driscoll, Kyle Allen, and Kevin Hogan uh, to compete for positions. Uh, Marlon Mack signed a two-year deal or a one-year deal with them. Running back uh, Brandon Cooks resigned. They got some of these big names. In here, uh, I'm not familiar with any of these linebackers. 
Jalen Ravis, Maven. That's a big sign-in. Um, Texans are about to become the Texans of old again. Uh, Pre-Deshaun yep. Watson. Probably like pre the early part of Matt Schaub's era there because he uh, had a couple good seasons down the stretch there. Uh, Deshaun Watson's gone, a franchise quarterback, obviously. The, and this is even pre-drama. Like This is before all the masseuse stuff came out. This is his disgruntled with, with the team where I think they went like seven and nine the last season before that or something like that. Uh, they, they were losing. I know that much. Um, JJ Watt left the field with him saying we wasted one of your seasons. And then he wanted to get traded after that, which I think they should have traded him right away. It would have made more sense than to just like let him sit out a year. And then obviously this all happened. Um, I I don't have much to say about this team. They're rebuilding. Like you said, it's it's going back to the early Texas State for Matt Shaw where they're not going to be good at all. They're just going to be rebuild through the draft. Them and Jackson last place. Yeah, I mean, I I don't see them winning a lot of games. Um, interest, in fact, though, because it dropped. Is this the new one? Or is this the old one? It's the old one. The valuations came out for the NFL teams. And Houston's, like, top 10 on value. I saw. Why can't I get to it? Monetary-wise? Yeah. Um, Bleacher Report had it on Facebook. Well, that's all just due to the fact that they're from Texas. Yeah, and it's Houston, and I think they have the investors and the net worth of ownership. They've got a pretty deep stadium, too. Yeah, okay, yeah, team values. Yeah, they are... Eleventh at four point seven billion, uh, which is kind of crazy being like as new as a team as there. But like I said, the investment being in Houston obviously has something to do with it. Um, yeah, I don't. The team can only go up, or it can be a middle class team. Obviously, like if we play the length of success versus age of the team game, they're at the beginning stages of that still, but they have had success. But it seems like everything that can go wrong for this organization can. And has. You know, every playoff run, they've either lost a quarterback that was leading them there. They lose some star players that helped the season get to that point. Um, Yeah, I mean, just, they just got to play football. That's all they can do. When you think about how, like, Dallas has been the last however many years since the Texans came to the league. They had a bunch of chances to to, to take a lot of that fan base, and uh, they haven't done much with with it either. The like Texans stealing Cowboys fans. Yeah, 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 and you know it's kind of funny because like I feel like their stadium was always semi full at times with fans. Like if they played the Cowboys or whatnot. 
Um, and you would have thought with some of the success they had, maybe they would steal more, but I think it's just because it's still so new. But there is loyalty. There's still like the fans. There's still like a fan group that's still going to the games. And uh, Texas, Texas loves their football, so. And if you, like, obviously, I think, have put up with, like, cheering for the Cowboys, it's not a bad trade-off. <laughs> you know, because neither one has won a Super Bowl recently or made it to that point to win another Super Bowl. So, I would, yeah, I would actually probably say in the same amount of time, Texas probably have won more playoff games. Because what did the Cowboys have, two wins in the last 20 years or whatever? And the Texans have won the first round game for, like, a few years. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, yeah, so I mean they probably they've one more playoff game, so um yeah, that's all I I think we just go on from there. There's there's not much to say with the Texans. Um we have the uh the Colts next. Uh their earliest pick was in the second round. They got Alex Pierce, wide receiver out of Cincinnati. I like him a lot. Uh Jelani Woods, tight end out of Virginia. Bernard Railman, Central Michigan. They lost a lot of guys. Um, but it could be all bad pieces. You know, it doesn't have to be good pieces, but uh, Carson Wentz obviously was traded. Marlon Mack. T.Y. Hilton's on this list, but I think he resigned. Did he resign, Austin? No, he, they're, he's still a free agent last night, last I've known about. Okay. There's talks about him coming back, though. So. Okay. Uh, Zach Pascal, who we said went to the Eagles. Jack Doyle retired. Jack Doyle retired. Wow. Um, yeah, he retired. Uh, Eric Fisher's off the line. Mark Klaukowski, Chris Reed, uh, Alquidin Muhammad, Kamiko Turi, Antoine Woods, uh, CJ Carey, and uh, Xavier Rhodes, and Rocky Yassin. All the cornerbacks are gone. Uh, safeties: Jaheel Eden, George Adum. Andre Sadeo and Kerry Williams. Um, but they brought in some some help in the legendary mythic nine inch dick Nick Foles. Uh, Matt Ryan, Philip Lindsay, Molly Cox resigned, uh Dennis Kelly and Matt Pryor, defensive ends Taquan Lewis and Yannick Ngoku, uh Zaire Franklin, Brandon. Tyson, Stefan Gilmore, big one, and then Rodney McCloyd. Um, Cold seasons would be exciting. I like the quarterback situation. I think it's probably like three years late trading for Matt Ryan. I think that's something they should have tried doing at least a couple years ago during the like Jacoby Brissett seasons. Um just to get Matt Ryan a few years earlier, but I think it's a smart move yeah. just to do doing it now is better than anything. They got him for a third round pick, but I do think mm-hmm. it could have been smarter to do it earlier. Oh, um, I think Matt Ryan was untouchable not too many years ago, though. Yeah, he was still doing good. I mean, like, and again, all loss. Yeah, because that was twenty sixteen. Um. Yeah, I mean they they only got him for a third round pick, so obviously like it worked out in that regard. Um, and then obviously Atlanta's had a poor last few years, and everyone in that team was getting traded. Obviously, um, 
the Colts net worth, based on this thing, they are 22nd in the NFL at $3.8 billion. Um, that seems low, but everything is increasing by the 100 millionth uh, from there. So they're mm-hmm. down on the list just because it's so close, uh, much like IndyCar qualifying. I'm interested to see how the season goes. Uh, with Matt you think Ryan. they have a better record this year with Matt Ryan? Yes, I I feel like it's the same experience. It's a it's a similar experience with Carson Wentz. Um, obviously Carson Wentz, we talked about maybe having that like lost his football mentality a little bit. Maybe had it back for a little this season and then played poorly down the stretch where I think Matt Ryan can still play good football. He just needed a change of scenery and a team to allow him to continue to get a benefit of playing good football. Because you can have great stats, but it's not going to matter if the rest of the team can't uh, help out with that. If the Colts had Matt Ryan and Terry Carson Wentz, we wouldn't have lost we would have been in the playoffs last year. Matt Ryan, he's going to make better decisions than what Carson Wentz did. And he's not going to, and whenever we need to rely on the quarterback, I think Ryan will step up more. Because when teams started learning how to shut down Jonathan Taylor last year, Carson Wentz couldn't lead the team to a victory. And I think, I think Matt Ryan will be able to. I'm expecting a first place finish in the SEC South for the Colts. That's bold. You think they'll uh, be better than the Titans? Yes. Even with Derrick Henry coming back, I think the Colts will be better. I think they got better defensively, and I think we got a quarterback now that can uh, make the right plays and the right calls. And now we got Nick Foles to back him up, and you know what he can do. Do you think Jonathan Taylor is going to have as good of a season or a comparable season compared to last year? It'll be comparable. It won't be. It won't be better. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be about the same. I think teams will figure out what to do with him. I think he'll still have a great year. Don't get me wrong. He'll he'll still be like one of the top fantasy running backs. I mean, I I think, and if you have a better quarterback, you could theoretically then that improves the offense overall, so I think he could be better. He was excited. I'm yeah. glad he, like, I'm glad he showed up the way he did. Yeah. I think the fear was, like, he ran so much in Wisconsin that he would be coming, you know, like his NFL career length would be affected by that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's relevant now that it might, it might not, you know, especially with modern-day medicine and all that, but, like, 10 years ago or 20 years ago, it would have been a different story maybe. Um, no, I'm, I don't know. I'm excited for the fan base to have like, it's just funny because that's what four different quarterbacks in four years. If we just do a short list, a short list of it. And I guess I never uh, would have yeah. expected to see Indy become one of those teams like on that list, you know? And still, and still be winning. Like they still were winning games. Like obviously, they failed to make the playoffs last year. Um, but like the year before with Rivers, they made it. And 
I don't think they made it the year before, but I mean that's still two years in a row with two different quarterbacks. Well, which I, doesn't usually I, happen. I respect them for trying to make moves and not just sticking with some bum for for years like other teams do. Oh yeah. Well, the nice thing is like the way this preseason is showing. I think Sam Ellinger may be the future quarterback for the Colts when it's all said and done. He's been having a pretty good preseason for him. Yeah, that's what I've been seeing people talk about, which is good for him. Plays. Um, I'm interested in where he ends up, like how this roster ends up. Like, I would say I don't think they're going to cut him. No. Because he wasn't. What? Because he was the direct backup last year to Wentz, right? Or is there something else? Yeah, he was the backup. So he got experience there, but he's even had more. So the Colts stick with the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And if, if they need to make a trade, they'll put Foles available because he'll have more value since he does have more NFL experience. Like for a team that needs a quarterback, like right now, if something happens or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's just how I was uh, waiting to see what that. If they keep all three on the roster, they move Ellinger to the practice. Uh, squad to keep him on. Um, I see him being very competitive as a whole. Uh, I am interested to see what the Titans do, and uh, they'll be the last team we talk about. Um, you guys got anything else on the Colts before we move on? No, no, looking. For- Looking for a great year for him. Looking forward to it. First place finish, AFC South. Oh, I actually, I guess this, this question comes up before we move on. Uh, is Frank Reich's job on the line this season? No. No. He wasn't his decision to get cart. Well, I mean, it was, I guess. No, because he's still winning. They're still playing competitive. They're just missing a few pieces. If anyone's job's online, I think it's actually Chris Ballard's. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I don't see him get rid of rid of Reich. I think everybody likes playing for him. Seems like a good coach. Yeah, and Hard Knocks but last year, he was likable. Maybe competitive, so, I mean, why would you get rid of a guy who's making competitive and almost there? The one year with Rivers, they lost to the Bills. So, I mean... It's not a bad loss. And last year, I mean, it wasn't his fault that Carson Wentz couldn't lead the team to a win. Like I said, you've had a different quarterback in the situation. The Colts be in the playoffs. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. To Jacksonville we go. First round, first pick, Trevon Walker, defensive end out of Georgia. Uh, Devin Lloyd, uh, linebacker out of Utah. Uh, and then they didn't have a pick until the third round and got a center out of Kentucky, Luke Fortner. They gained, they lost Hyde, uh, Tavon Austin, which I don't think he was doing much. DJ Chark, uh, is with the Lions now, good for the Lions. Uh, Miles Jack's gone, went to the Steelers. Damian Wilson. They gained, though, Christian Kirk. This was their, their big receiver signing. Four-year, $72 million, um, from Arizona. Uh, Zay Jones. Laquan Treadwell they brought in. 
uh, Evan Ingram, Cam Robinson, Brandon Sheriff, Tyler Shatley. Uh, couple good deals for Foley Fat Fatikoski. And then uh thirty million contract for Darius Williams and quarterback. Uh Jacksonville interest in team. Obviously coaching drama last year. I think Jacksonville could be a, a sleeper this year. Uh Based on a quarterback play, whole team. I the whole team, the new coach. Uh, I, I think I think they could uh, surprise people this year. Maybe not make the playoffs, but maybe I wind think up better. I think maybe wind up with like nine or ten wins, maybe. Yeah, I mean they they're in the thing to surprise people. Um, Trevor Lawrence obviously could have a second season growth uh, after last year's campaign. He's someone I want to see him have success because he obviously had the college success. Yeah. Um. Besides, like those last couple of years, obviously they won the you know won national championship and then lost the national championship and then just lost in the playoff, but. I mean, he still had, like, a good regular season. And then there's plenty of NFL quarterbacks who have good regular seasons to lose in the playoffs. So he fits right in in that category. Um, Aaron Rodgers comparable. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I say the thing with the Jaguars is that, like, as a as a fan base, like, You've had a lot of letdowns where the hope is that this all comes together. Especially after that Blake Bortles-led team that made the playoffs and lost to New England uh, in the AFC Championship game. And and then, like, making it that far, but not repeating the success of next season and just going back to being a horrible team. Like, as a fan, that would be horrible. But I guess... There's other teams that that's happened to, but like to be at the edge of like greatness and had this like miracle season, then for it just to all fall apart, and then you go back to sucking, and then hey, I'm a Bears fan. I know all about that. Yeah, I know. I was gonna bring it. I was gonna say <laughs> the Bears, but I was like, I was like, did we, did we did the Bears make it that far? But then I guess they had that one run a few years ago and then like dropped off. So, um, I think the the Jaguars you got their uniforms back on track now though. Um, they don't have That's the stu- what matters. yeah. They don't have the stupid helmets with the fade <laughs> on them anymore. I think they're going back to just having regular helmets, or they did last year. Um, and you gotta look good to play good, and it sells jerseys. I think. Yeah, uh, that's why they lost games because of the helmet. I w- I wouldn't be surprised if like the moment they got rid of those helmets and guys put regular like the just solid color helmets on, they didn't just play better based off that. Because, like, I would have felt like an idiot. Because those were horrible-looking helmets. They just never looked good. In pictures, they didn't look good. On field, they didn't look good. Um, I'm honestly got got to make sure real quick. I'm thinking of the right jerseys for them on what their current jersey is. They oh. have the oh, the white and the black. I think 
Okay, okay, they're solid. Oh, they're more solid. Okay, yep, this is what I was thinking of. Yeah, solid with the edging, so they're black, teal edging, teal with black edging, and then they have a, is that a white? White with black edging? No teal? All right, yeah. Yeah, that works. That's a decent jersey. Um, yeah, I think they could be a sleeper team in the South. Um, I think they'll be right by Thunder. It'd be cool for them. To do it, just like to see, like I said, to see like the success for some of these guys. Because I think we're like the the worst thing is when you have like a semi likable college quarterback that comes in, goes like one of these teams. Obviously, the Browns have done that to plenty of people, and have you know ruined their careers and whatnot. So I don't. You don't I don't remember Jacksonville having a high. Draft pick quarterback though, like top three though. No, I don't remember when Bortles got picked. I thought that was later round. I think he was. He was or late mid first round. Mid to- um. Jesus. Oh, pick third, round one, third pick. Oh, he was pick third. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he was there from 14 to 18. So there's that in between. <laughs> so then there's. Oh, and then they. Uh, before that, they had. Uh, pretty sure it was before Bortles. They had What's His Face that took Kaepernick's job in San Francisco from Mizzou. Uh, but that's who they. That's who they drive. That's who they had before him. Blaine Gabbert? Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's in Tampa. Yeah, Gabbert. They had Gabbert. Um, so, I mean, that that's Jackson. Yeah, and the Trevor Lawrence thing, you never want to see a guy who's like that good come in and just like suck it up. Like, he may be, he may not be the best, but whenever you get like a high, that highly touted of a guy come in and he just blows in the NFL, it's just like, I feel like that's like the most demoralizing thing for a team. Oh, for sure. And like, and you never know, like there's so many different things to blame for it. You know, rather it's him, rather it's the team, the coach, no O-line, you know, if you're, I think like one of the things is like with Andrew Luck, he walked into such a good scenario with Indy, you know, like, yeah, he still say sacked a lot because the O-line sucked, but he had all the skill players around him. Mm-hmm to help, like, lead to success as they added pieces in and fixed everything. Whereas, like, when you come into, like, nothing or guys who maybe aren't going to be there anymore because, obviously, like, Westbrook was a quarter or receiver that was there, um, a few other guys, like, and all these guys are leaving because they're like, hey, I've been here. I'm gone, man. <laughs> See, you know, you start losing pieces. It's That's no good. Um... We'll make our way to uh, Smashville, Tennessee Titans. Um, they lost AJ Brown because they traded him. They lost Julio Jones to the Bucks. They lost Chester Rogers, um, David Quisenberry. That's a name that stands out. Shot Evans, Jack Rabbit Jenkins. That name stands out, obviously, because of the name. Uh. 
They gained uh, Dontrell Hillard, Robert Woods from the Rams, which I think is a good move on their part. Uh, Austin Hooper got brought in at tight end. Uh, Center Ben Jones resigned. Harold Landry and linebacker resigned to a big five-year deal, $87.5 million. Uh, Buster Screen, Randy Bullock resigned for a kicker. Uh, and then I want to start with the draft because their draft is highly talked about when it happened. Uh, first round pick, Traylene, Traylon, sorry, Traylon Burks, wide receiver out of Arkansas. Uh, Roger McKeary, cornerback out of Auburn. Nicholas Pret Ferry, Ferry, OT out of Ohio State. And Malik Willis, QB out of Liberty. Uh, round three, pick 22. I don't know what I want to start on between those two because I think those are very interesting. Uh, Traylon Burks is essentially the same size as A.J. Brown, so they traded A.J. Brown and decided to bring in a rookie to replace him. And then Malik Willis is interesting because he was kind of highly, I don't want to say highly hyped. There's a lot of hype behind him going into the draft. And obviously they picked him up third round. And then there was a whole situation with, uh, why is my brain, Tannehill that, uh, it wasn't his job to take the rookie under his wing and learn it and all that, but you know that. And then the media made a big deal about it. Uh, right now, Malik Willis is actually playing pretty damn good in the preseason. I'm very interested if the tight end season does not go well, or if Tannehill does not play well, the fans are going to start cheering to get Willis into the game. Uh, especially because the fan base is itching to make it to the next round, and the team failed miserably last year at that. Uh, yeah, uh, Bears and for them in the playoffs. So that's kind of like my headline in the season for them is just I'm just because he's got good highlights. He's a you know combo quarterback. He can run. He can throw. Tannehill can throw. Obviously has the experience, but now with the rookie receiver too, obviously they still have Derrick Henry. They still have the O-line situation. They can still be a good team, but I do think if they go south, it's going to make some interesting drama uh, for them. And uh, I forgot to read for the Jaguars. Jaguars are 28th. In the league at three point four billion, the Titans are twenty seventh at three point five billion in net worth. Um, I think the Titans. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, is Ryan Tannehill a Titans' biggest weakness? Yes. It's tough to say because I think he's a. Good guy. I think he's a good quarterback, but at the same time, like he threw the interceptions. You know. Yeah. Well, then that 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 begs the next question: Is the rest of the team good enough to overcome his shortcomings? Not when you have to no. throw the football. Yeah. Um. I think. I think the defense isn't. It's been improving. I think I saw some stat lines that the defense for Tennessee has been improving. Like they even improved between like last year and this year. But obviously, like, they failed to stop Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Um, they were 
able to like make the stops when they needed to. They make the plays when they needed to, and you can't rely on Derrick Henry. Like you, you can't. No. Like he can have a two hundred yard game every game, but like you can't just rely on him to be the piece that's gonna do that. And that then that falls on Tannehill to be able to make those uh, decisions. And that's not working out. But do I think, like, do they have a chance to win the South? Absolutely. You know, because we got to see what the Colts can do. And then, obviously, there's, like, the Jaguars can do whatever they want to do. I mean, the thing for the Jaguars and the Texans is they could just be division game ruiners, you know. You got to play them twice, and they could they could beat you twice. That's what yeah. Jack did to Indy last year. Yeah, and and we you know it, we saw the effect of that. The game, but they played and they beat the Colts and kept them out of the playoffs. So I'm I'm curious. I almost want the quarterback drama to happen just to see it happen and see what like Rabel reacts to. Um. I think that I guess the question is like, if they start playing bad, do you pull that card? If depending on when that bye week is, they may come out of the bye week with a new quarterback. You know, because like two years ago, that's what they did with Tannehill. You know, Marcus Mariota was sucking, and they were like, "All right, there's there's nothing else to do except throw Tannehill in." Like we have to switch quarterbacks. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they made the playoffs. You know. But at the same time, yeah. I mean, at the same time, though, like, Tannehill's had a good run. So if it, like, if it comes if he can down just be to good it. Enough, if he can just be good enough to just manage the game, like, and not make stupid decisions and throw picks, then it's like they can, they can do pretty good. Yeah, well, the biggest thing I think, like, just thinking out loud, like, you saying that, Tannehill needs to be, like, Jake Coker for Alabama. That one year. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You have the running back who happened to be Derrick Henry. You know, you had the receivers. You had all the pieces you need to do. You just had to not give the ball away. You had the defense. You had everything. And look what that kid did. He won a national championship, beat Clemson and Deshaun Watson, and is just, you know, a folk hero now. Like, I mean, I don't think he's a super folk hero, but he's got a ring. He says he made it to the promised land. Now he's just like a whatever the hell he got his degree in while he was in Alabama because he wasn't, you know, going to make the NFL. Um, and in this situation, you have to be that college quarterback that just can do that. Don't make mistakes. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it goes for Tennessee. Uh, they had New Jersey's. I think they wore them last year. I don't know. I can't remember. I was looking at them the other day because I wanted a Taylor Lewin jersey. Oh, <laughs> uh, busting with the boys podcast with Will Compton. Oh, um, they had a, they had them last year. They had a big reveal party for it. They do like a massive concert and that, everything. That's what I thought. I just couldn't remember watching the Tennessee Titans last year with the New Jerseys. It was like it was like subtle changes. Yeah, so yeah. it's like like hard to tell. Yeah, the shoulders are different. Whatnot. I just was looking at a highlight reel about. Happened to be Tannehill's mentor role quote um, on my draft page. But, yeah, that's Tennessee. Um, you guys got anything before we go to the NFC South? 
Um, Derrick Henry will win the MVP this year. Ooh, that's that's a solid take. I like it. I like it. I like I like it. Interesting because it won't be a quarterback winning MVP. Oh, it's been ten years, so you know it's bound to happen sooner or later. I'll give you Derrick Henry, and I'll take the field. <laughs> it's gonna be Aaron Rodgers again. Oh, yeah! I forgot he took his ayahuasca and went on his peyote trip. That, uh, and he has technically no receivers, so they're gonna be like, "Well, he won with nobody." Uh, yeah, yeah, and lost in the first, or second round, and again. Didn't. But I, I would like to see Derrick Henry win it. Though it'd be cool. He deserves it. It'd be cool if it was a double battle, like if uh, Jonathan Taylor got into that too, based on his performance last year. Yeah, last year before he got hurt. Um, to the sister division we go, Atlanta Falcons. Uh, they drafted Drake London, wide receiver at USC. Um. Yeah. Oh, Desmond Ritter. That's the other big pick. Round three, pick ten. Uh, same round, Malik Willis got drafted in. They uh, lost all their quarterbacks, Matt Ryan, Josh Rosen, and A.J. McCarron. They lost Calvin Ridley due to suspension because he bet on his own team. Uh, Hayden Hurst is gone. Uh, Serving a long suspension to Sean Watson. Yes. Um, and still... Shorter than everything that uh, Josh Gordon has been through, suspension-wise. He still has the longest out of all of them on all his yeah. various things. Um, um, Just to see if there's any standout names from the Falcons on the other positions. I'm not seeing anything. Who'd they gain? They got Marcus Mariota uh, after mm-hmm. his performance with the Raiders last year. Uh, Cordell Patterson re-signed. Uh, Bunch of receivers to replace all the receivers they lost. They assigned five receivers, uh, including the drafted one with Drake London. Uh, Jake Matthews OT signed three year extension. I remember when he got drafted. Uh, Nick Kwiatkowski, Sean Evans linebackers. Uh, Young Ho Ko resigned five year deal, twenty four point two five million. Good job, kicker. That money. Uh, yeah. The Falcons, uh, rebuilding. Uh, is Smith still the coach? No, they have a new coach now, right? In Atlanta. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smith was already gone. He was a coordinator last year. Yeah. Um. So I think that's it. Like the failed Super Bowl, everything that's connected to the failed Super Bowl is gone now with Matt Ryan. So I guess, yeah. I guess, and then even all the players, you know, Jacoby Jones is gone. Uh. I think Calvin Ridley was a rookie that year. No, I think he came after. Um, they're in, obviously in a rebuild. I think they're rebuilding, but still trying to stay competitive. That's the only. There's only one team in that division that's really a fight. You know what I mean? No, that, that might be two. The 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 two usuals. Yeah. The two usuals. Yeah. Because I think the Saints and the Bucks can bring it. Well. I know we haven't talked about them yet, but 
their receivers got hurt again. So yeah, well the well the thing is yeah we'll we'll get to that we'll get to that. Yeah, um, I didn't want to take. We're gonna talk about them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the Falcons could be competitive. They have two quarterbacks that are essentially very similar right now with Mariota and Desmond Ritter. Difference is Mariota won a Heisman. Desmond Ritter was successful in a smaller conference. Uh, got Cincinnati to a playoff game where they got annihilated, but they made it. Like changed the college football landscape. Uh, he led a game-winning touchdown drive against the Lions preseason week one, their first game. Um, I think there could be a quarterback battle there. You know, like I think they have two similar style quarterbacks. Yeah, which I think benefits you. Yeah, to be able you to really. Yeah. Uh, Falcons are 16th on the list of net worth with $4 billion, too. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so I mean, that's going to be fun to watch. And obviously, we know Mariota's been benched before for his play, i.e. the Titans. Uh, backed up Derek Carr last year, last couple years. Um, We'll see how they go. I mean, they got new they got new jerseys, I think, last year. They got a new helmet coming out. Is, do they have the black helmet coming out or the red helmet? What do they have coming don't they red have one coming out. What was that, red? Is that what you said? They're, they're bringing the red one back in. Okay, yeah. And I think they have a throwback jersey that they're going to wear this year. I yeah. Think. Um, I think it's the helmets. So, I mean, stuff to look forward to for, you know, when you don't think your team's going to win games or if you have a burning desire to uh, buy jerseys, but good for them. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think the Falcons will be fun to watch. They could be they could be a division team that's going to cost some wins if they play good enough. They could be that Jaguars team. I think they actually did that last year a little bit. I think they caused some problems in the division. I could be mistaken. I think but Saints. Yeah, they're two and ten last year. So yeah, they yeah they caused a few uh, problems. And they got that big ass stadium. Mercedes <laughs> Benz Stadium is cool. They got that uh I don't want to say pentagonal roof, but it opens up with like six different areas or they're really cool. And they got bigger seats. They got like some of the widest seats like in the in the NFL. Damn, I'll have to go. I know. <laughs> I can't fit anymore. Yeah, they got play that's closed on game days. Um, yeah, and then uh, the United Atlanta United FC, the soccer team won a championship in that stadium first. So didn't, Al- didn't Alabama win it first there? Um, <laughs> I just made it as like a home stadium. Like Alabama doesn't oh. like they're not home to that. Like the banner that's hanging up in the stadiums for the soccer team, not the football team. Eh, ain't nothing wrong. That's still football. Yeah, 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 yeah. To, for the rest of the world, they're okay with it. The rest of the world is like, hell yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day, they have a, they have a football championship banner hanging in there. And an MVP from that team, too. Um, yeah. So, Panthers, Wildcats. Um, they drafted Ecom, Equano, OT of NC State. Matt Coral, another quarterback picked in the third round. Big thing in the draft last year. Third round quarterbacks getting drafted. Uh, out of Ole Miss. They lost Cam Newton, 
Amir Abdullah, uh, Matt Paredes, uh, Stefan Gilmore, who ended up there from the trade from New England, uh, Jermaine Carter Jr. Who did they gain, though? They gained Baker Mayfield, Dante Foreman, uh, Rashard Higgins, DJ Moore resigned, Andre Roberts, um, Austin Corbett, Damian Wilson, Xavier Woods, safety. Uh, Dante Jackson resigned three year deal, and Zane Gonzalez signed a two year four point five million deal. Oh, they got Johnny Hecker, good punter, uh, signed three year deal. Um, I'm gonna start off with quarter. I'm gonna start off with quarterbacks. I like starting out with quarterback drama. Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield. That was a competition in the uh preseason. Uh, there was also the drama with Baker Mayfield getting traded because Robbie Anderson, wide receiver for the Panthers, said no on Twitter uh, when it was brought up of a possibility of Baker Mayfield getting traded to the Panthers. And Baker Mayfield has recently been announced to be the week one starter for the Panthers. Oh, he is announced to be the week one starter? Yes. That was going out. Wow. Um, which I, 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 I would have saw coming over Sam Darnold. I was surprised there. Uh, I don't, I, am I hoping for success for Baker? Yeah. Cause I think his commercials were hilarious during the season. Um, I kind of hope that, uh, union still exists and they just are at the Panther stadium now instead of the Cleveland stadium. They were very entertaining. My dad laughed his ass off at most of them. Um, is he going to be the guy for the Panthers? Can, well, can he be the guy that I guess Cleveland needed him to be? I have no idea because he's Baker Mayfield. You know, do I think <laughs> he's better than Sam Darnold? Yes, because yeah. they've played the same amount of time basically, and the numbers are there to show that off. You know, um, the Sam Darnold experiment I think failed. He was given a chance. He started seeing ghosts again, and that's never good. Um. Panthers, I kind of want to see some success for the Panthers. Uh, I'd like to see Christian McCaffrey get back to yeah. old form. Yeah, yeah, because he's coming off he's coming off all those injuries. He was in a fight at camp uh, with the Lions, which I think might be on the Hard Knocks episode this week. I didn't watch it. I forgot. What about the Lions? All these fights. Didn't they get in a fight with the Colts too? Oh yeah, yeah. It was Colts camp. I who did? Oh Panthers, New England, New England with the Panthers camp. I think that's who it was. That's who it was. Fighting everybody. Yeah. yeah. No. I, yeah. <laughs> they got that chip. They got that. Yeah. yeah. They got that Detroit style going on. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was in a fight with the Patriots. That's what it was. Um. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be him and Baker Mayfield could be a fun show. Uh, yeah, it could be. If, if Baker yeah. can somehow like get back to like obviously college football, like we all know this, like the the idea behind that. But if he could play that way with an NFL team, it'd be really cool, really good for them. I really want to see what happens with Robbie Anderson because like now this dude's like going to determine your future. <laughs> you know, like your your receiver numbers are now catching the ball thrown by this guy, so. I haven't heard anything from that. I'm kind of disappointed that nothing's come out about that. Well, I think 
I think they he tried hashing out the details, you know, because he just had a quarterback and he's sticking up for him or whatever. I think that's what he said it all it was. So he was trying to fix things before it happened. Yeah. Which I think also goes into that because now he's realized, like, okay, now this guy's going to throw me a football. Like, I have to put up with it. So I'm yeah, not going to make the best out of it. Better. Um, I don't have much on the Panthers other than like they're in the same situation as the Saints. I feel like, but it's diff- like in a it's a different looking situation, but it's the same. Does that make sense? I, I I will say this about the Panthers though that Matt Corral guy they got in the third round. I think if he didn't get hurt in college, because I'm pretty sure he had a knee injury towards the end of the year. Yeah, he did. If he it would have been a higher draft pick. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what ended up uh, lowering his draft stock because he was he was a slinger at Ole Miss. He was in the Heisman, yeah, pretty good. He was he a was Heisman the Heisman. Yeah, um, I think he's been showing up pretty decent. At he, he was playing the end of the one preseason game. I turned it on. He was doing all right. He let it drive. They kicked a field goal one. Um. But, I mean, he could be a wild-card quarterback. I think a lot of these third-round guys could be starters in the NFL, you know, just based on the situations that all these teams have. You know, according to, like, for the Panthers, probably have the highest amount to not play him because you can maybe keep Baker Mayfield another year and see how he turns out. Whereas, like, in uh, Atlanta with Mariota, you're not losing much if you bench him and play Ritter. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll see. Could be fun. Um, we're gonna go down to New Orleans. Uh, Chris Olave out of Ohio State, very good receiver. Interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, Trevor Penning, OT out of Northern Iowa. They lost Simeon Bortles at quarterback. Ty Montgomery. Uh, Lil Jordan Humphrey. Kenny Stills is gone. Um, Malcolm Jenkins retired. That's a big hit. And the other safety, Marcus Williams and Jeff Heath are gone. Uh, but they re-signed Jameis Winston. They brought Andy Dalton in. Javaris Landry's there now. Traquan Smith. Uh, Catavia Street. Tyron Matthews there now. Another guy the Chiefs lost. Uh, Daniel Sorensen. Daniel Sorensen? Like, Chiefs Daniel Sorensen? Yeah, wow. Both. Somehow the Saints took all the safeties out of Kansas City. And uh, Marcus May Yeah, safety as well. Uh, Saints situation, Sean Payton's still there. Jameis Winston's your quarterback now. Um, And now we can talk about it. Uh, Star wide receiver is hurt again. I can't even think of his Wait, name. Is Sean Payton still in New Orleans? Yeah, I don't think he ever. Yeah, he didn't retire. I thought that. I or thought did he? he did leave. Oh, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So they got a new coach now, too. So that's even better. New coach. That's right. James Wilson. Coach. Um, Michael Thomas. Hurt. Alvin Kamara's coming back. The Michael Thomas thing, here's what I got to say about that, though. He's been hurt so much. 
the last couple of years that I forgot that he was even like still actively playing because he was just hurt all last year. So like should should they be worried he's hurt? Yeah, because he was actually at camp. So like once you get those reps in, it's kind of like shit. Whereas if you didn't get any reps in, you don't have anything to worry about. But he yeah, played 16 games in 19 then played 7 games in 20. So yeah, so he hasn't played since 2020. 21 season. Can you miss him when he hasn't played that much? But obviously none of these guys have chemistry with him because Jameis Winston's never thrown to him besides these camp reps. He's literally gone downhill since three months. The Saints? Injury-wise. Oh, injury-wise. Yeah. Um, it obviously affects them, but they've obviously made do since that. Um. Alvin Kamara is still playing well. He did. He had a decent season last year, I think. Uh, are they going to have success with Jameis Winston? Maybe. He was good last year. He got LASIK. You know, like, <laughs> what if that's, like, the key to it all? Like, the motherfucker just couldn't see. I I wouldn't doubt it. And his deep ball just, like, becomes insanely... Like, his deep ball was already good, but, like, maybe now that just all becomes, like, chance. Like, he just got the ball far enough every time. And then that's why his short balls were all ridiculous all the time in Tampa. I don't know. Um, I don't have... It, it with the with the era over for the Saints. What is, what's next? Is there still like do they keep the winning expect like the winning expectations there? I think for New Orleans, coming from Breeze and Sean Payton, but are like you able? Do the fans retaliate? Because like they've mm-hmm. had a rough season. They already had a rough season, but like, I think we see how the new coach does. Honestly, see what he can do. Because I mean, you lost like your two, your two staples who've been around for like almost twenty years. You know, within like a year of each other, so it's like new territory for the Saints. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's the year. It's the thing no one I think wanted. If you're a fan, but it was easily coming. Um, for how to say it for the Panthers, the the Saints are twenty six at three point five seven billion, and the Panthers are twenty fifth at three point six billion. Um, yeah, I mean it's 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 that different thing. It's it's we're in that decade of like all the legend quarterbacks retiring. Now we got to get used to all these new guys, but now all the coaches are going away now too. Um. Do you think that movie that they made on Sean Payton on Netflix uh, came out and that had anything to do with him retiring? No. <clears throat> Sean Payton did what I expected Belichick to do at the Brady left. I thought that he was just going to leave. You can tell. I think he's ready for a different challenge and a different team. I think he's going to take a year off. He's going to come back. He's already linked to Dallas. 
That'd be interesting. Oh. Yeah, I don't got much on the Saints. Other, I, we'll see. I think they could be competitive, highly competitive, um, with Tampa, if they play right. They got they got a lot of good pieces. It's gonna be quarterback play. Does this new coach have good pedigree? I don't know like anything about him. What's What's the name? I don't know. Dennis Allen or something like that. Dennis Allen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. Where did yeah, Where did he, he come from? He was there already. He's, he was there. Yeah, the, I'm familiar with this dude. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was already on the season. Yeah, he's a Raiders head coach at 12 to 14, and he's been with the Saints since 2015. He was senior defensive assistant, defensive coordinator 2015 to 2021. So defensive-minded hmm. coach. Uh, his head coach. coaching record is 8 and 28. Eight and twenty-eight is his head coaching record. Yes. Ouch. Yeah, that's probably from the Raiders years. He was there twelve to fourteen. Well, it was the Raiders. Can you really blame them? No, no. That's what I was saying. Like, like that's a, the twelve <laughs> to fourteen Raiders. Like that. That kind of stands out. I'm pretty sure that's when they drafted Khalil Mack. Oh. Oh, that makes sense. I got those. So. Yeah, he went four and twelve, four and twelve, and then zero and four, and then got fired, and then was has been with the Saints ever since. So I mean, he's used to the system, he's used to the environment, so it's not it's not a new face in the organization, which I guess is a plus. Yeah, that helps. Um, and it's cool. I kind of like when they do that, you know, when you just kind of like take the guy who's already in your system, like or your team, and being like, hey. That makes me uh, think. When was the uh? When was the targeting stuff? What season was that with the Saints? Right after the Super Bowl, 10, 10 11. Okay, so that, nine, was, nine, that was nine ten. That was a long time ago. That was before this guy. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that was uh oh god, I could think of the coordinator any other day, but now on who he's that was. a father of a quarterback. Mm, I'm, I'm not gonna worry about, it. but yeah, that's it's way before. It was Greg something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, because he was coaching in, like, Cincy last, I think, because he was on Hard Knocks the one year, and they were talking about it, Cincy or Cleveland. Um, And I guess we'll go to our final our final team. Uh, favorites for the Super Bowl? No. Favorites for yeah. uh, everything Tampa? Well, we're talking about the Buccaneers. No one guessed it. They drafted Logan Hall around two, pick one, D out of Houston. Uh, I don't recognize any of these other names that stands out. They lost Gronkowski. Gronk's gone, guys. He retired again. He's uh, going to come back. They lost O.J. Howard. Ronald Jones is gone. Uh, Ndamukong Sue, Jason Pierre-Paul, Richard Sherman, who's going to be on Thursday Night Football on Amazon, I believe. Um, huh. Jordan Whitehead, Bradley Pinion. Who who did they? Sorry, us announcer like Crabtree. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, they gained they gained Tom Brady back. Tom Brady retired and decided to come back. They kept Blaine Gabbert. Uh, Giovanni Bernard resigned. That seems like it was so long ago. It does because it's it was so early in the year. And football just starts at the like last quarter of the year, 
that it's like, damn, like, because I was thinking about it. I actually forgot it happened. Yeah. You know, like going into the season. Um, Chris Godwin got franchise tagged, but then later signed a thing. Julio Jones came in. Rashad Perryman came in. They got Kyle Rudolph now. Uh, Akeem Hicks from the Bears. Logan Ryan signed. Carlton Davis. And uh, Bruce Arians is now, what, director of football operations or whatever now. And Todd Bowles is the coach. Uh, kind of a similar move with the Saints, except Bruce Arians is still in the system, and Todd Bowles gets a job and has essentially the same team that was there last year, minus uh, a lot of defensive pieces and and no Gronk. Can the can Tampa win without Gronk? Is Gronk the secret piece? Um, I th- I um, think you're onto something. I think, yeah, I think all the Super Bowl wins were actually Gronk. It's a it's a crazy thing to think about. Tampa Bay is twenty fourth on the network list with three point six seven five billion. I'd like to see how much they went up since Tom Brady joined the team. Yeah, like what were they three years ago? Yeah, that, 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 that'd be something. I was kind of thinking about that the other day too. Like because when you start winning, how much does your net worth go up? I was surprised at where like the Colts were, but like I said, it's all like. 100 million decimal points separating a majority of the teams uh, besides, like, the top eight or basically just the Cowboys. Um, I think, well, Tom was actually gone from the team for 11 days. He recently returned. Nothing has been said why exactly, but he did it. He came he back. Family. Yeah, yeah, that that was the that was the reason. You run out of um, but I mean, it's it was probably great. one of those things where he came back, but Giselle was like, "You got to go on a vacation before the kids go back to school." So that's that's where he's been. Yeah, when you had all this time to do it. Yeah, it's almost like when like NFL players get surgery right before the season starts. Darius Leonard. Um. Oh, uh, Leonard Fournette, I guess, came to camp, or OTAs, it was one of the two, I think it was OTAs, extremely overweight, uh, wow. is what the saw report say. What was that? He's pulling an Eddie Lacy. Yeah, yeah, he signed that money and got his ring, and now he's coming to camp big. Um, he's got to get on that uh, TB12 regimen. I'm sur- yeah, I'm surprised the whole team isn't on it. I'm sure. I'm sure that Tom will give him a discount. He's not. They're not gonna get it for free. But um, I'm surprised a lot of guys aren't on. Who? What was I just? Who, what? Who came out? Was it Antonio Brown that had an issue with Tom's trainer? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's got a lot of issues though. Well, that's what I think most people are saying. Most people are like, who do you believe in this situation? If it's like Tom Brady's trainer who's like franchised with him or everything, or do you believe Antonio Brown with, you know, all the stories that he's saying? Um, I like the Bucks. I want to see if... When someone put his feet in the cryogenic chamber. Yeah, yeah. With those sandals. <laughs> uh, one of the best stories out of the... Antonio Brown Vegas or Oakland Saga. Um, 
the the flip flops, the wouldn't change his helmet. Oh, oh man, there's so many good s- stories from that. Uh, Mike Evans, I hope he gets another thousand yard season. I think he has a record for most thousand yards, doesn't he? With his eighth one, he, he, he's had a better career than Devonte Adams. Yeah, and this is with Jameis Winston throwing through him, Ryan Fitzpatrick right. throwing to him, and Don Brady throwing to him. So. There's he's obviously a very good receiver who catches balls no matter who throws it to him, which doesn't always happen. Uh, in this league, you know the best of the best can do it, but everyone who's like everywhere else has those issues. Um, and he stays relatively healthy too, which yeah. is a huge, huge plus. Um, the Bucks do get Chris Godwin back though because he did get hurt last season. I think that affected them a lot. The defense was hurt tremendously last year, Yeah, uh, which hurt them. If they're healthy, I think they could be dangerous. Uh, I think as long as you have time, it's always going to be dangerous. Yeah. Uh, speaking of stuff, Dylan, you talked about, uh, in the episode we did at your house, the cream orange, the orange cream jerseys of the Bucks. Yeah. They are coming back. They're coming back. Oh, I gotta get one. Uh, I don't remember. It either said this year or next year. Uh, oh yeah, I think it's gonna be next year because of supply chain issues. So they're not gonna have them this year. Uh, if I'm not getting confused with something else, and then next year they will have them as a uh, retro jersey. I will be getting a Brady retro cream school jersey. Bet your money on it. I hope he. I hope he's still there so that that gets produced. Like I hope he doesn't bail out this year. Oh, this is this is Brady's last year. I guess that's what we'll like. Kind of bring this topic is Brady. Is Brady going to go to that three hundred thirty million dollar uh, commentating deal after this season? Yeah. It, uh, I don't know. It, I, I guess, think he has wife and to let him come in one more. He said after that, that's it. Can he... I feel like if he wins, he does. Like, he leaves. Gets the eighth ring. Leave a chance. Leave a winner. Yeah. If he loses... And it it comes down to where he loses. I think if, if they don't make the playoffs, does it haunt him as much? I don't know. I feel like maybe that's easier to walk away from. If he loses in the playoffs, I feel like that would fire him up more. I think he's just the ultimate competitor, and him walking away on his own accord is just something he can't do. I don't. I don't think he will walk away now until he like his body starts to deteriorate and he can't play. Yeah, that's just kind of crazy with him. Is like with the condition he's been able to keep himself in all these years, and obviously treating his injuries right the next season, you know, doing the uh, rehab to strengthen everything correctly to not repeat injuries right away. Uh, yeah, I mean, can you imagine being that like that shape where you're just like, I might as well play again. You know, like I've, I've kept myself healthy this long. I've been quoted saying I want to play till I'm like 50. I might as well do it. That's what I'm saying, like, if he can play anywhere close to that level at, like, the older that he gets, he just keeps adding on to just 
like his legacy. I mean, I'm not in his position, but if it was me, I'd keep playing. Yeah, I think. If he, I mean, it's hard not to. Um, I had something, and then I completely lost it. Um. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I think that's just another thing to watch this season. Uh, we didn't uh do division rankings for um uh AFC division rankings. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking maybe Colts one, Tennessee two, Jaguars three, Texans four. With uh, Tennessee getting a wild card for the AFC. I think I'm still going to go Titans one, Colts two, but very close. I think, like I said earlier, I think Jacksonville could be very surprising. Um, and then, yeah, the, uh, And that's it. That's I got the same as uh, you, Anthony. I got Colts first, uh, Titans second as the wild card, and then uh, Jacksonville, then Houston dead last. But I also have Jacksonville being a couple games around five hundred, either below or above. Okay. Um. <laughs> NFC. I'm doing Bucks, Saints, Panthers. Falcons, Falcons and Panthers close at the bottom. Um, I'm trying to remember my picks. NFC South wild card, maybe for the Saints. Maybe they're they're battling for it at the end of the season with other teams. Are the do you think the Bucks are good enough to get a bye? Uh, no, I be in second seed. I see a team we're going to talk about next week being the first overall. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I I think they compete for it, but I do think maybe they get edged out from one of two teams in the NFC West. Yes. Yeah. I always forget the fourth team in the NFC West. Um. But yeah, I see that happening. Um. Uh, what do you guys got for the NFC South? I'm going to say Bucks, Saints, and Panther. I think Saints and Panthers will be really close. I think actually it could go either way, depending on how primarily how Baker Mayfield plays, um, and then Falcons last. And I do think the Buccaneers will be the first seed. I got uh I got the Bucks first, Carolina second, New Orleans third, and then uh Falcons last. Okay. We got some good picks. Exciting exciting divisions. Um a lot more implications on playoffs in these divisions, I think, more than the East and the North had. Yeah. Um, what I'm really excited for, though, is next week where we cover the West, our final episode. 
of the NFL countdown. I'm excited for the AFC and the NFC because the AFC has had huge moves with implications of how that division is going to play out. And then the NFC has the Super Bowl champs in it, the NFC West, and they've made their moves, and the teams that are competitive with them have made moves as well. And we have to see how it plays out. So I think uh, it'll be a fun final countdown, and uh, maybe we'll do a whole uh, overall. We haven't done overarching Super Bowl pick, so we'll end it with that next week on who, who wins the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, do you guys got anything else you want to add or thought of anything throughout the episode? No, no, no. Uh, I got I got one more quick bit just because I went to ESPN. I forgot about this one. Uh, Durant staying with the Nets and going forward with it. I think it's because the Nets yeah. weren't able to trade him. They agreed to move. Yeah, they agreed to move forward with each other because they realized nobody wants to try and. Yeah, because so. Durant destroyed his own trade stock by bitching all off season. Um. I thought that that was interesting. Makes sense. It makes the most sense out of every move. Hey, I'm just glad the Nets are going to hunker down and uh, make him uh, finish the contract that he agreed to sign for the amount of years and money. And no one got fired. Yeah. Like, none of the his spewing bullshit Not- happened. Give it halfway through the year, somebody's getting fired. <laughs> Shit, someone's getting hurt, because... Between those three starters with Ben Simmons on there. Well, it'd probably be Kyrie if I get vaccinated. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll see We'll see how that goes. We'll follow that along. All right, everybody. Uh, you made it this far. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week for the final final week.